CO2 being eh, maybe a little bit. I should have the best internet connection, but I don't. At some point, I really need to figure that out. But it probably means spending hundreds of dollars on equipment. Well, I got a show for you. It's Friday. You ready? Let's do it. Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Friday. It is May 21st, 2021. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. I didn't feel like grinding coffee today, so I have the Newman's own organics medium roast blend, I think it is. Again, it's just delicious. Oh, so good. Well, yesterday was a solid day. Got a lot of great work done. Whistle kick work, client work. The draft of, let's call it the book portion of the flexibility program is out for people to review. I think it's in four or five people's hands. And one of them turned it around really quick and had a few questions and comments. But overall, this person was fully on board. You know, unfortunately, that that's good, but not quite what I want because I want people who are going to read it from a skeptical perspective and punch holes in it. How would you pantomime punch holes? I say punch holes. Well, sure, punch holes in what I've written so I can shore it up before I really release it to people. I want to make sure that when people read it that they say, oh, um, Jeremy defended his position very well. And then what did I do? was on a... Uh, there's a group that I'm part of that does monthly, it's a monthly speaker series. And so just the way everything fell, I ended up at Panera watching that, having dinner, then went to the gym. I didn't get home until 8.30. And that worked well. Started, I've started playing around with uh, flexibility a little bit more just as I, as I'm putting this information together, testing principles, really trying to take what I've, what I've read in the science and seeing if I can feel it. When I talk about, or when these studies talk about the nervous system responding to certain actions, and I move my body, can I, can I feel that? Now, I'm not gonna be able to feel the nervous system, but can I, can I draw that connection? And I don't know yet, I think so, but that's what I'm playing with. There wasn't much to say about yesterday. It's a good day, got a lot done. Now today, well, other than it was hot, I think it got up to like 85. Actually, no, I take that back. I saw 88 or 89 yesterday, and I think Burlington cracked to 90. I think yesterday we were the hottest place in the U.S. How weird is that? And then it's funny, you see people uh, complaining about that. Now, I'm not saying climate change isn't real. I'm not. Stacy says 92. If it's climate change, it's gonna be a little bit more than that localized. So while things may be getting hotter in general, given enough variables, you're going to have days where different places are hot. It's okay. 
we had, was it this winter? I think we had a weird day this winter where Colorado had a heat wave 24 hours after they had like a foot of snow. Weird things happen with weather. Today's gonna be a little bit hotter, at least according to the weather here at my house. Uh, we're scheduled for 86, we'll see what happens. It usually ends up a little bit warmer. I've got plants almost ready to go. Tomorrow starts planting and just trying to, trying to get everything ready to go in the ground. I've got a bunch of seeds that didn't pop and I'm really disappointed. I don't know what I'm gonna do about that. Probably gonna have to take a look at what I have. If I can get everything in the ground tomorrow, I'll take a look at what I, what's missing and I'll go buy some plants. I don't mind buying plants. Way more money, but. You can buy a seed for a nickel or a plant for one to five dollars. It adds up. Uh, but I think some of it is I had old seed. Some stuff from a couple years ago that you know, just didn't go. So I'll throw it in the ground and maybe it comes up and becomes organic matter for the, for the soil. Maybe it produces something. Maybe it just breaks down and becomes compost. It doesn't matter. Anything else going on today? I'm going to head up to Burlington, work from the co-working space. I've got a couple calls, one with a client, one with Somebody wants to work on me on a project, so that's exciting. And then after, probably nothing. Probably coming home and having a relaxing evening. We'll see. We'll see if anybody wants to hang out after. Um, what else? <laughs> Stacy says, pre-soak that soil tonight. I don't do that. I just water everything really heavy. It'll be fine. Um, no, I don't think I have anything else. I really don't. Well, let's see what you guys gave me to talk about. Oh, and I got some. I got some stuff from a listener. I tell you guys, if you email me things. I will print it out and read it on the show. Oh, stacy has got a breaking tournament tomorrow, the first of the year. That's awesome. Best of luck to you and Smashy. Two components of Team Smashy Smash. And we had some feet. Well, oh, that was spam. <laughs> um, all right, so let me read Frank's jokes. It's Friday, so we have jokes from Frank. Thank you to Frank for always making sure there's stuff. Always stuff for me to talk about. And thank you for the jokes for Friday. I love these jokes. I can already tell I may not be super motivated this morning. I just kind of... Can, can you hear the birds? It's a beautiful day. All the windows are open. I left them all open last night because it was hot in here. I think it was 78 when I went to bed. And I just want to sit and enjoy. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get up there a little bit late. There's, there's some work I can do from here. But... Oh, there's a breeze. The lilacs. Oh, I love this time of year. The jokes for Fun Day Friday. May is National Blood Pressure Month. <laughs> See, there's a month for everything. Can I take your blood pressure? Only if I can have it back. Dad got cuffed yesterday. He was let go with a stern warning. Hopefully the new diet prescribed by his doctors will lower his blood pressure. I can't talk. 
I'm terrified of elevators. Just thinking about them elevates my blood pressure. My doctor just diagnosed me with very low blood pressure. He prescribed playing golf. Why did the skeptic suffer from high blood pressure? He was taking everything with a grain of salt. I get really angry before I move on, the, the salt thing. Um, all of the studies that correlated salt with heart disease were included a, a tremendous amount of processed food. It's not the salt. It's really hard to have too much salt. Just keep that in mind. Um, I get really angry when people tell me I'm average, which is why I punched the doctor when my blood pressure test came back as normal. Women are like the salt of my life. They raise my blood pressure. Those are good ones. Is there more? No. It says there's more, but there isn't more. My blood pressure is average to low. And in fact, it, it has a negative impact on my athletic performance because anything overhead, I am, I am under oxygenated. I've tried to raise it, hasn't worked well. If, I, if I'm relaxed, I'm 110 over 70. Sometimes it gets as high as 120 over 80. That's, that's the highest I've ever seen. I've never seen a 90, I've never seen a 130. And that goes back decades. Oh, you know what I wanted to let you guys know? Today marks 20 years I've been in Vermont. I graduated college 20 years ago yesterday, woke up today 20 years ago, loaded the car and drove to Vermont where I'd already rented a place with my college girlfriend. She had never seen it. And we drove up with the rental truck uh, a couple days ago. I think it was like the 18th or the 19th, unloaded everything. Uh, big shout out to my friend Nate, who I haven't seen since. <laughs> He lives on the West Coast now. Uh, helped us unload. He drove back. And, uh, yeah, it's been a ride. I love Vermont. I really do. So I was thinking about that this morning and all the things that have changed, the things that haven't changed, who I am now versus who I was then. You know, when I started here in Vermont, I noticed there was a gym down the street from my house. And I think about a month after moving in, I stopped in, I said, hey, you don't have any martial arts classes. Would you like some? And they said, yeah. So it took a couple months and we got it rolling. They made me audition. I had to take the owner and her, and I think two, a couple other people, one or two other people, through a sample class. She thought she knew what she was doing because she'd done some kickboxing. And she said, wow, you know your stuff. And so I had a karate class. And it was there for a little over two, just about two years. And then I just, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't run my computer business and the school. So I gave everybody, I, think, I don't remember if it was no notice or one class notice. It came at a really, really difficult time. And it was the right decision, but it made me sad because almost nobody else started training again. My, I, I stopped, 
I stopped my class because I knew I wasn't giving everybody 100% and I thought, you know what, there are other options around and if I stop teaching, maybe everybody else will look for another school. Almost none of them did and that really bummed me out. I really wanted them to. Say I love you. Lots changed. I've moved one, two, three, four, five times since then. I've been engaged. I've had and lost pets. I've started and sold businesses. Met and lost friends. Had a lot of memories. It's been a good 20 years. And I'm looking forward to the next 20, and then the next 20, and then the next 20. And we'll see where it goes after that. I'm gonna live to at least 100. I'm committed to that. So we're still on Asian American month, and Frank seems to know my humorous tastes, my comedic tastes. And he's got some quotes today from comedian Ronnie Chang, who's on The Daily Show. I haven't seen The Daily Show in a while uh, because, well, I don't know. Probably because I don't have like normal TV anymore. I'm sure I can get it online, but I just don't. But here are some quotes from him. I joined a campus competition as I felt I could do comedy and I won. Then I started doing stand-up gigs in 2009 while, competing my, while completing my law degree, but I never told my parents. They only discovered a few years later. I think stand-up comedy is awesome. And in fact, the entrepreneurship series, the guest speaker last night was someone who was involved in comedy. Uh, Stacy may know who she is. Uh, her and her partner started the Vermont Comedy Club. And it was a good conversation talking about comedy and improv and how those things can, how those skills can correlate into business. Uh, no, Natalie is her name. But Josie was mentioned. Um, and I think I made this observation yesterday that there's a strong overlap between martial arts instructors and humor because I think a lot of us have to use humor to teach. And I think that the ability to be funny in the moment requires a tremendous amount of observational ability and being able to react in real time. And these are skills that martial artists develop. Most martial artists I know are funny. Maybe not traditionally funny, and not all of them are, but most of them are funny. Most of them are the type of funny that they're charismatic and people want to be around them and they tell jokes and they're silly and they enjoy life. And I think that's a great thing. Uh, in fact, that call yesterday was, um, was pretty solid and it, it, I don't know that I would ever pursue it, but I think I might take a stand-up class. I love stand-up comedy. I think it's amazing. And it's something that is difficult. I recognize the difficulty. People don't understand. They think that just because you walk out there and you have a microphone, it's easy. It's not easy. 
you've got to read and respond to the crowd. You've got to dial in timing. You've got to do all the things that make a form great are the things that you have to do with comedy, just in slightly different ways. People think you don't have to, that you don't cater a form to your, your audience. You absolutely do. Split second timing changes where your eyes land. When you do comedy shows, you usually don't finish until about 11 p.m. Then you have this adrenaline dump and you get hungry. <laughs> I've heard com comedians talk about this. That at 11 p.m. is actually, depending on where, where you are, is early. There are comedians in, in working in New York that, you know, they'll go on at 1 o'clock. And they'll finish up at 2, 3. And, you know, they, they end up with this weird lifestyle. I, I have a... We're gonna call him a friend. I've mentioned him before, he's a professional comic. And I've heard him talk about it. You know, living in New York and, and doing, going, go, doing sets five, six, eight times a night, you know, starting at six and just, you know, bouncing around to all these different clubs that would let him go on. Because when you're a, a, a new comic, you're not making much money and people aren't showing up to see you and you, you got to get a name for yourself and you got to practice. It actually, as I say that, it reminds me of the way I've heard some, and, and this, I don't know if we've had anybody on the show from this era in a while, but if you go back earlier in martial arts radio, we had some folks on from, like, the, who were active in the 60s, and they talk about training this way, that they would drive around and show up at different schools and spar. And it was, there was a, a competitive element to it, but it was, it was rooted in mutual respect. It was, hey, you're different, you train different, I wanna spar you, let's make each other better. You know, and maybe it was, you know, it was certainly rougher in a lot of those schools than it is today, but it was still rooted in, in, in something that was inherently positive. I still want to do that. I still want to just drive around the country and, and have a whistle kick tour and just show up and teach and train and film and enjoy. Always being the outsider, you feel comfortable everywhere, but you don't really feel at home anywhere. I definitely draw comedy from that. You know, that's something I identify with. I, I've, I've told you guys before, I'm, I'm really an introvert. And I put on this mask of an extrovert because it's what's necessary, because I'll do whatever I've got to do for whistle kick. My, I know everyone, but my friend circle's always been really small. I'm the type of, I'm the type of guy that everybody knows, but nobody really invites to do stuff. I don't invite people over very often. I like my quiet, I like my space. And so, Ronnie talks about drawing comedy from that. I've got jokes. I've got stories. I've actually got uh, somewhere in my in my Dropbox folder is a list of stories that I 
you know, I've written down or at least made notes on. If I was ever to do stand-up, this might be, be what I draw. I don't think I would be a punchline guy. I think I'd be closer to a, a Dave Chappelle, Ron White, you know, kind of humor through the story sort of guy. I'm on Twitter for work, but I hate it. Yes. I encourage everyone to delete it if possible. I am at a point where I am so sick of social media. I really am. I'm... I hope none of my clients are watching right now. I'm watching engagement just plummet right now. Something is going on with the algorithms. We're putting out stuff for Whistlekick. And let's remember, we have 7,000 followers on Facebook. 7,000 followers. We can put out something. Doesn't matter the time of day. And get five or 10 not likes, because remember, I can see the numbers of how many people see it. 20, 30, maybe, maybe 100 people see it. 100 out of 7,000 see it. Why? Because Facebook wants us to pay for it. Why? Because Facebook's changed the algorithm. And the things that people are, are no, I, I can't entirely blame Facebook. I think a lot of it is us. People just want to complain and, about politics and, and the world. And, and Facebook's feeding it back to them. And most social media platforms are. This is why I love TikTok. I was look. I was doing some social media for clients yesterday, and taking a look at some numbers on some, and you know we've got posts going up for clients that are getting nothing, no likes, no no engagement whatsoever. And you dig deeper. Is it is it the post? Did we do something wrong? No, the ratios work. Still makes sense. You know there there's a ratio between how many people see it and how many like on it you know, click like versus comment. And, and those trends stay fairly consistent. You know, there are rough numbers that I've seen, I see in there. But people just aren't, aren't seeing them. Once in a while you get something that just breaks out and defies logic. We put up a post yesterday, it was uh, kind of a joke. It started as a joke on my personal page. And I thought it would do well. How much wood could Chuck Norris chalk if Chuck Norris could chuck wood? All of it. I, th I think it got one share. 7,000 people. So what does that mean? It means we'll, we will reach a tipping point where businesses will stop putting the time into social media. They'll stop putting money into social media. Social media will contract and we'll do something else. I don't know what it'll be, but my guess is that we are going to, 
You know what my guess is? My guess is it's going to be something that was very much like Path. Go back and take a look at Path. This is my prediction. I don't think Path, I don't even know if Path is still around, but Path was based around the idea that uh, we are able to maintain 150 distinct relationships. You know, there's some, some sociological evidence, to, uh, maybe it's anthropological evidence to support that, that we can have this tribe of 150 people. And the idea of Path was you were limited to 150 people. So you didn't accept invites from just anybody. I've got like 2,300 friends on Facebook. I don't, I don't even, there are tons of them I haven't even met. A lot of them I haven't had conversations with. Some of them I see in public and they don't acknowledge me. It's gonna change. And our final one for today, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic weekend. I hope you leave me stuff to talk about on Monday. I hope whatever you're doing is great. I'm gonna plant plants. I'm going to be outside. I'm probably gonna be tanner than I was and by the way, this is me, Tan, in case you didn't know. Stacy says, I'd go with right now. People are burnt out from social media if they're not bitching. Too much time trapped inside. Yeah, very well could be part of it. I would agree. All right, our last one. Shout out to Frank. Thank you. Oh, I got to read Chris's. So a couple, a uh, week ago, two weeks ago, uh, we talked about books. And I asked for book recommendations, and Chris gave us some book recommendations, and I appreciate that. The martial arts book he recommends, and you guys may want to write this down and check these out, The Philosophy of Masters. It says, beautiful photos, and it's first cup style, points to ponder, but it's old and it's pricey. Okay. And then non-martial arts books, Spell Right by Blake Charlton. When magic is cast by spelling correctly, Having a dyslexic wizard in training isn't the safest thing. Oh, that's a, that is a fascinating concept. I love that. That would make a great TV series. That sounds like something the CW would put out. Super cool. Alrighty. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. See, I tell you guys, if you email me stuff for the show, I will I will print it and read it. Sometimes it takes me a couple days to re remember to print it because the timing doesn't always work out in my brain. But I do it. I plowed through a lot of email yesterday. Japan is the only country I visited that I want to go to again. I just feel the Japanese have such good taste and dedication to craftsmanship in everything they do. They also merge the traditional and modern aspects of their culture so well. Mm. It's an interesting, interesting point. I've heard people talk about Japan in really, really uh, positive ways. I've never been. Um, I've never thought hard about visiting Japan. Uh, most of the places I want to go, I've been to. But I'm happy to go anywhere. It'll probably be a little while before I can. But, yeah. I would go to Japan. I would go to China. You know, on Tuesday recorded a couple episodes for Martial Arts Radio and one of them included somebody talking about their experiences in China and to a lesser degree Hong Kong and Taiwan when they were young over multiple trips and it was a really interesting conversation. 
really appreciated it. So that'll be out in a few weeks. I think that's five weeks from Monday. So we've got a buffer going. I, it's, it's good. It's a good thing. We need it. Uh, yeah, that's it. I want to thank you for watching. Thank you for all of your support. If you're new, hit subscribe, turn on notifications, because I'll be back on Monday. If you want to help us out, grab a mug or something else at whistlekick.com with the code FIRSTCUP15. Jump on the newsletter list. Something. Stay in touch. We're doing big stuff. There are so many things I can't tell you guys about right now, really. But you'll hear about them soon enough. Take care. See you Monday. Peace.